Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Joshua chapter 16. The allotment for the descendants of Joseph went from the Jordan at Jericho to the waters of Jericho on the east, through the wilderness ascending from Jericho into the hill country of Bethel. From Bethel it went to Luz and proceeded to the border of the Archites by Atarath. It then descended westward to the border of the Jephletites, as far as the border of lower Beth Horon, then to Gezer, and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. So Ephraim and Manasseh, the sons of Joseph, received their inheritance. This was the territory of the descendants of Ephraim by their clans. The border of their inheritance went from Ataroth Adar on the east to the upper Beth Horon. In the north, the border went westward from Mikmanath. It turned eastward from Tanath Shallow and passed it east of Janoa. From Janoa, it descended to Ataroth to Nara and reached Jericho and went to the Jordan. From Tapua, the border went westward along the brook of Cana and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the descendants of Ephraim by their clans together with the city set apart for the descendants of Ephraim, within its inheritance and the descendants of Manasseh, all these cities with their settlements. However, they did not drive out the Canaanites who lived in Gezer. So the Canaanites still live in Ephraim today, but they are forced laborers. Joshua chapter 17. This was the allotment for the tribes of Manasseh as Joseph's firstborn. Gilead and Bashan were given to Micah, the firstborn of Manasseh and the father of Gilead, because he was a man of war. So the allotment was for the rest of Manasseh's descendants by their clans, for the sons of Abizer, Helek, Asriel, Shashem, Hefer, and Shemeda. These are the male descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph, by their clans. Now Zelophehad, son of Hefer, son of Gilead, son of Maker, son of Manasseh, had no sons, only daughters. These are the names of his daughters, Mahalah, Noah, Hoglah, Melchah, and Tirzah. They came before the priest Eleazar, Joshua son of Nun, and the leaders, saying, The Lord commanded Moses, Give us an inheritance among our male relatives. So they gave them an inheritance among their father's brothers, and keeping the Lord's instructions. As a result, ten tracts fell to Manasseh, besides the land of Gilead, and Bashan, which were beyond the Jordan, because Manasseh's daughters received an inheritance among his sons. The land of Gilead belonged to the rest of Manasseh's sons. The border of Manasseh went from Asher to Mikmatheth, near Shechem. It then went southward toward the inhabitants of En Tupah. The region of Tupah belonged to Manasseh, but Tupah itself on Manasseh's border belonged to the descendants of Ephraim. From there, the border descended to the brook of Cana. South of the brook, cities belonged to Ephraim among Manasseh's cities. Manasseh's border was on the north side of the brook and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. Ephraim's territory was to the south and Manasseh's to the north, with the sea as its border. They reached Asher on the north and Issachar on the east. Within Ishkar and Asher, Manasseh had Bethshem, Eblim, and the inhabitants of Dor with their surrounding villages, inhabitants of Endor, Tanak, and Megaldu, the three cities of Napheth with their surrounding villages. The descendants of Manasseh could not possess these cities because the Canaanites were determined to stay in this land. However, when the Israelites grew stronger, they imposed forced labor on the Canaanites, but did not drive them out completely. 
Joseph's descendants said to Joshua, Why did you give us only the tribal allotment as an inheritance? We have many people, because the Lord has been blessing us greatly. If you have so many people, Joshua replied to them, Go to the forest and clear an area for yourselves there, in the land of the Perizzites and the Rephaim, because Ephraim's hill country is too small for you. But the descendants of Joshua said, The hill country is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites who inhabit the valley area have iron chariots, both at Bethel Sheen with its surrounding villages and in Jezreel Valley. Joshua replied to Joseph's family, that is, Ephraim and Manasseh, You have many people and great strength. You will not have just one allotment, because the hill country will be yours also. It is a forest. Clear it and its outlying areas will be yours. You can also drive out the Canaanites, even though they have iron chariots and are strong. Joshua chapter 18 The entire Israelite community assembled at Shiloh and set up a tent of meeting there. The land had been subdued before them, but the seven tribes among the Israelites were left, who had not divided up their inheritance. So Joshua asked the Israelites, How long will you delay going out to take possession of the land that the Lord, your God, of your ancestors gave you? Appoint for yourselves three men from each tribe, and I will send them out. They are to go and survey the land, write a description of it for the purpose of their inheritance, and return to me. Then they are to divide it into seven portions. Judah is to remain in its territory in the south, and Joseph's family in their territory to the north. When you have written a description of the seven portions of the land and brought it to me, I will cast lots for you here in the presence of the Lord our God. But the Levites among you do not get a portion, because their inheritance is the priesthood of the Lord. Gad, Reuben, and half the tribe of Manasseh have taken their inheritance beyond the Jordan to the east, which Moses the Lord's servant gave them. As the men prepared to go, Joshua commanded them to write down a description of the land, saying, Go and survey the land, write a description of it, and return to me. I will then cast lots for you here in Shiloh, in the presence of the Lord. So the men left, went through the land, and described it by towns in a document of seven sections. They returned to Joshua at the camp of Shiloh. Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh in the presence of the Lord, where he distributed the land to the Israelites according to their divisions. The lot came up for the tribe of Benjamin's descendants by their clans and their allotted territory lay between Judah's descendants and Joseph's descendants. Their border on the north side began at the Jordan, ascended to the slope of Jericho on the north, through the hill country westward, and ended at the wilderness of Beth-Avon. From there, the border went toward Luz, the southern slope of Luz, that is Bethel. It then went down by Eratoth Adar, over the hill south of lower Beth-Horon. On the west side, from the hill facing Beth-Horon, on the south, the border curved, turning southward, and ended at Kirith Baal, that is Kirith Jerim, a city of the descendants of Judah. This was the west side of the border. The south side began at the edge of Kirith Jerim, and the border extended westward. It went to the spring of the waters of Nephtoah. The border descended to the foot of the hill that faces Ben Hinnom Valley, at the north end of the Rephaim Valley. It ran down Hinnom Valley toward the south Jebusite slope and downward to En Rogal. It curved northward and went to En Chemesh and on to Gileoth, which is opposite the ascent of the Adummim, and continued down to the stone of Bohan, son of Reuben. Then it went north to the slope of the opposite of Arabah, and proceeded into the plains. The border continued to the north slope of Beth Hoglah, and it ended at the northern bay of the Dead Sea, at the southern end of the Jordan. This was the southern border. The Jordan formed the border on the east side. This was the inheritance of Benjamin's descendants, by their clans, according to its surrounding borders. These were the cities of the tribe of Benjamin's descendants by their clans. 
Jericho, Beth Hoglah, Amet Kaziz, Beth Oraba, Zamaraim, Bethel, Avim, Para, Ophra, Saphir Ammonai, Ophni, and Geba, twelve cities with their settlements. Gibeon, Ramah, Beeroth, Mizpah, Sephria, Moza, Rakim, Irpil, Terlah, Zalal, Haleth, Jebus, that is Jerusalem, Gebeth, and Kirith, fourteen cities with their settlements. This was the inheritance for Benjamin's descendants by their clans. John chapter 18, verses 1 through 23. After Jesus had said these things, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley, where there was a garden, and he and his disciples went into it. Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, because Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas took a company of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and the Pharisees and came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing everything that was about to happen to him, went out and said to them, Who is it that you're seeking? Jesus of Nazareth, they answered. I am he, Jesus told them. Judas, who betrayed him, was also standing with them. When Jesus told them, I am he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Who is it that you're seeking? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. I told you I am he, Jesus replied. So if you're looking for me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the words he had said, I have not lost one of those you have given me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it, struck the high priest's servant, and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. At that, Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword away. Am I not to drink the cup the Father has given me? Then the company of soldiers, the commander, and the Jewish officials arrested Jesus and tied him up. First they led him to Annas, since he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jews that it would be better for one man to die for the people. Simon Peter was following Jesus, as was another disciple. That disciple was an acquaintance of the high priest. So he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter remained standing outside by the door. So the other disciple, the one known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the girl who was the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl, who was the doorkeeper, said to Peter, You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? I am not, he said. Now the servants and the officials had made a charcoal fire because it was cold. They were standing there warming themselves, and Peter was standing with them warming himself. The high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus answered him. I have always taught in the synagogue and in the temple where all the Jews gather, and I haven't spoken anything in secret. Why do you question me? Question those who heard what I told them. Look, they know what I said. 
When he had said these things, one of the officials standing by slapped Jesus, saying, Is this the way you answer the high priest? If I have spoken wrongly, Jesus answered him, give evidence about the wrong. But if rightly, why do you hit me? This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.